0: From born in the USA to death to my hometown, this is you and Springsteen <laughs> on my bean. The comprehensive and encyclopedic compendium of all things Bruce. This is good rock and roll music. You know, this reminds me of a f- fun story that Ooh, yeah. I heard. Um, Fun story that you heard. Yeah. That I to you. No, no. You no, just no, heard it. This is one of the ones I heard. Hmm. Tom Petty. Mm. Rock and roll star. Sure. Some would say Florida Springsteen. Absol- Absol- absolutely. He was in a uh, playing at a big music festival uh, that Bruce Springsteen was also on the bill. Can you imagine going to a festival that Petty and Springsteen are on? Tom for? Petty and Bruce <laughs> Springsteen. Springsteen. And this is a festival. A festival of some kind, a music festival. Oh, okay. Not, it's like, it doesn't have carnival rides. No, so. no, 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 no. Although, Although I mean, one, you know, one carnival ride. Maybe they did. Would that kill you? And you know what? Some would say seeing Tom Petty, seeing Bruce Springsteen, it, it, it is its own kind of car, carnival ride. <laughs> I, got, I didn't quite get that one out. <laughs> no, but, but hey, it's a really interesting. It's point. a great point. I mean, and and the <laughs> sure the performance. I give it a C minus. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Thank you. Uh, I thought you were gonna say the performance of these rock and roll stars. Oh, I thought no, you were that, moving on that from That is definitely me. C plus. Uh, yeah, that's exactly right. It's excellent, mm-hmm. 100% C plus. <laughs> um, anyway, Tom Petty was going on earlier in the day than Bruce Springsteen was. Checks mm, out. And before he went out, someone came up to him and they said, hey, Tom, just so you know, if you walk out and you hear the crowd saying, Bruce! <laughs> it's gonna sound like booing it's not booming they're just saying bruce <laughs> and you know what tom Petty said what what's the difference <laughs> well i mean yeah i actually do want i want bruce Springste- that's the end of the story oh i'm sorry okay good because i jumped in i want bruce springsteen to someday have it hold t- on i'm sorry yeah is this an episode of i jumped in i think it might be Jump! Hey, welcome to I jumped in. This is Scott, and this is Scott, and we're talking about jumping into things today on the show on our inaugural episode. And uh, I, I love sh- jumping in sometimes, yeah. just right in the middle of someone else's sentence. Although sometimes I would say it could start getting annoying. Shut up! Sh- shut up! Shut up! Okay. I love jumping into a car. You know? Oh yeah. Like yeah, I'll ju- yeah.
1: I'll,
0: uh, I'll, uh, I love jumping like a, into a sh- roller shut up, coaster. Up, shut, shut, shut the fuck up, up! Shut up! I'm shut up, up, trying shut to up, jump in. I'm trying to jump in. All right, bye. Bye. Good. Ep. Yeah, that was really, really good. good. Inaugural episode. I really want Bruce Springsteen to have a terrible show down the line somewhere, like yeah. where he's just off and people are, like, and then people start booing and he's like, goes backstage. He's like, did you hear him? They said Bruce. <laughs> and everyone has to be like, oh, like everyone backstage what? is like, what's the difference? <laughs> What if Bruce played a show that was super shitty and super short? Yeah. It's like 30 minutes. He's like, "Fuck this." <laughs> <laughs> Goes backstage. "Fuck this." And he's like, "Good show, right?" They're like, "What are you doing?" Bruce. <laughs> um, welcome to You Spring and Springsteen on My Bean. Um, first episode and very excited to do this. Of course, my name is uh Scott Aukerman. I'm the host of Comedy Bang Bang Among, among Other things that I've done in my career. You can look me up. Look, would it kill you to give me a quick goog? Yeah, goog it up on the Aukman. <laughs> and then across from Is me- that that sounds like a Dennis something Dennis. Goog Miller. it up on the Auk it's like Oswald on the prison transfer. That's my impression of Dennis Moore. With what, that was uh Harvey Oswald on Lee Harvey Oswald. Lee Harvey Oswald. I call I just call him Harvey. <laughs> You're good buddies with yep. with Lee Harvey Oswald. Um and across from me, you know him from parks and recreation. You know him from the hostage. What is your Apple TV Plus show? What is it called? The hostage. The hostage. The hostage he's not the negotiator he's not kevin spacey okay although doing the show with kevin spacey boy that would be a thrill uh yeah well it would be interesting we should get, we should get him on <laughs> yeah, let's get him on on the, a weird, on the podcast a weird episode sorry <laughs> you spring in springsteen on my being special with guest with kevin spacey the two scotts and kevin spacey <laughs> uh adam scott is here hello hi guys Hi everybody. Do you want to say hello to? You just want to say hello to a blanket, everybody. I would like to say hello to a blanket. Okay, because it is I, uh, chilly in here. Is it really? It's, oh my god! The dog it's days freezing. of summer, and uh, yeah, you're shivering. No, it is. So it's got to be oh, what? Mr 70? Freeze came by. Yeah, did he freeze it up in here? Yeah, he froze everything. Did he fart <laughs> in the room? And freeze. A lot of people don't know that he doesn't need the gun. There is a he scene could fart. in Batman. Uh, forever and rob and robin yeah where mr freeze farts in robin's face <laughs> 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 it's just ice cubes <laughs> <laughs> and robin's like oh gross <laughs> and, and then frozen <laughs> he has time to say oh gross uh gross! <laughs> before freezing um anyway what are we doing here we uh this is a new show We've done a few shows in the past. I can't remember what they were called, but uh, what do we do? Well, we've done similar shows in the past, similar uh, similar podcasts yes. to this one. Yes, to this one. We did one on the band Heat. Uh, we did one on. Yep, uh, we did. Of course the chill peps the red hot chill peps the reddest hottest chill peps you could find we, that was a comprehensive one yeah that was long yeah and then uh also uh mr burns and the talking heads god i forget i forgot we did constantly that, that we did that one <laughs> we've also done uh of course uh stained glass and uh our huey lewis show and huey what, lewis series what was the huey lewis one called huey talking huey to me <laughs> And that, of course, had a uh, uh, special guest, Huey Lewis, on it. And Jimmy Kimmel. Show. And Jimmy Kimmel, yeah. um, Yeah. Y- you know, I was wondering if we could, using AI, mm. go back and just drop us saying Bruce and or Bruce Springsteen and or Springsteen into those, into previous, those episodes. previous episodes, and yeah, we wouldn't have to do this. we wouldn't have to see each other. Yeah. I like that. Can we do that? Let's try. Let's, let's hear the first episode of you talking you two to me. Uh, And we'll see if we can drop it in. Okay, Okay, ready? Here we go. Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. Bruce. Spring. Bruce. Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, I think that worked. Yeah, I, so we can just wrap this up, I guess. Yeah, let's. I mean, see you later, asshole. Bye. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you forever. <laughs> um, what do we do on these shows? What is our goal? What's our purpose? Well, I think first and foremost, the truth. Sure. Right. Four We're chords. We're always, we are always looking chords? for three chords in the truth. Three that's chords, all. That's That's all you need okay so you got you got c d and g g and then throw throw an e minor in there yeah but that would be four chords in the i know but still makes your songs better okay four chords and kind and and sort of the truth how about that amps microphones okay then it's gonna be four chords amps microphones and lies and lies (laughs) yeah oh why lies because you can't have the truth anymore unless you only oh. have three chords what was that show tv show you did about lies uh liars and lie babies <laughs> no what was it, it was who was oh, big it? little Lies? Oh yeah. <laughs> but we're not supposed to talk about uh, who cares yeah uh i never saw it by the way does that insult you that does not surprise me at all why was it was it a show uh, made exclusively for women no, it was a show exclusively made for everyone but you. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> I still haven't seen The Hostage either. I got it, uh, but it's it's definitely. Oh, one of I'll those, get you some uh, DVDs some of it. <laughs> I remember with John Hamm, he was on, he had done one season of Mad Men, and I uh-huh. think it was air. It was like, I forget how many they did in the first season, 10 maybe. Uh huh. And I think six were on the air at that point. Yeah, I was like, oh, I got to see it. And we were playing poker every week. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, I'll give you, uh, let me loan you. I think, it, I swear it was videotapes. It may have been. I, I mean, think. back then it it's was like video. 08. So, because I remember the bulky cases and he gave me these bulky videotapes. So I watched the first season on videotape weird can you imagine something? it doesn't like that? feel like that long ago but it I was know. kind of a long time ago it really was um what's our goal here we want to we want to uh, uh what do we do in these shows we take uh, an iconic artist uh and we talk about our feelings about them our our history with them yeah not personal history because uh, uh we'd never met any of these people uh, prior to doing these shows uh but our our uh, personal to us history of when we listen to these records yep. and what we what we like about them what we don't like about them we're gonna go through the discography of uh this gentleman much as we have in the past with the previous artists although i think i think for this one because time is shorter we're going to do the major albums. We're going to mm-hmm. do. Uh, uh, we're not going to go into the forays uh, into stuff like the Seeger Sessions or, mm-hmm. or things like that, uh, in- unless we catch up with it down the line. Yeah. Um, but who are we talking about, Adam? Who? Are, who? Just who? What is this? Who? Who's this person we keep referencing? This guy. This guy who has two thumbs. This guy. <laughs> Who has two thumbs and likes New Jersey? <laughs> Bruce. Bruce. Okay, let's talk about him. We have Bruce Frederick Joseph Springsteen. Mm. That's a terrific grouping of names. That's four different names. Yeah. How yeah. does he carry all those around? How does he figure out which one to say in which order? Yeah. How did he settle on Bruce as far as a stage name goes? Is what I don't I, know. Let's let's road test the other ones and see how they sound frederick springsteen fred they're not booing they're saying fred. yeah it <laughs> doesn't work but i think tom he came petty up with... that that story would be <laughs> story instead, sucks. Of, instead of what's the difference he would say no shit <laughs> i think he came up with that that maxim of they're not booing they're saying bruce first and then said okay which my names does this work with yeah he's like this will make a really good story <laughs> i I'm going to work on my Bruce impression. Okay, yeah, because you, yours is excellent. Okay, yeah, I need you to workshop that for our next episode. Um, that's right, Bruce Springsteen. What are his? What What's his stats? Born September twenty three, nineteen forty nine. So he's got a birthday coming up where he's going to be seventy four years old. He is old. like in our parents' uh, stratosphere as far as age goes. I didn't. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you thought he was your age? Yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was like 28. Uh no, he's this is firmly uh within our genre of uh boomer dad rock. Yeah, you're you're 100% correct. <laughs> Sometimes I just forget how fucking old I am. Um of course he's not just known as Bruce Springsteen, he has nicknames out there. Yeah. Chief amongst them the Boss. The Boss. The bots. The Boss.
2: The bots.
0: The bots. The Boss. The Boss. But he has other nicknames too. He's sure. also known as the chairman of the board. Uh-huh. He's known as the hardest working man in show business. The CEO of all things Glitterati. Mm-hmm. The First Lady of Soul. <laughs> That's right. The Great One. Yep. Uh, the Man web- with the Plan. Old Webhead. Yep. El Nino. Sometimes people call him El Nino. Sure. The Kissing Bandit. Occasionally, that was a weird period where he went around kissing people uh, with a mask on. The man with the guitar waving his penis. (laughs) Yeah, he's also known as that. Mr. Liverwurst Breath. Yep. Of course, there's Joe Lunchpale. Oh, yeah. Jim Lunchpale. That's a good one. Those are both good because they're similar. Susan Lunchpale, which is a strange one. Yeah, but I like it. The Erudite Assassin. Love it. And of course, his most famous nickname, Carl. Oh, Carl. Carl! Hey, Carl, get over here. That one rolls off the tongue. We love him. Uh, born in New Jersey. New Jersey? New Jersey. Born in, uh, where was he born? Born in uh, uh, Long Branch. Hmm. New Jersey. Grew up Catholic in Freehold, New Jersey. Hmm. Now, can I ask you, did you yeah. read or listen to his book, his autobiography? I have his book. Yep. I have not read it. Have you looked at it? I looked at it, but I couldn't understand any of the words. Huh. So I put it down. I decided to do a Billy Madison, go back yeah. to school, every grade. So you went from kindergarten all the way up through 12th through, grade? 12th grade, yeah. Uh-huh. And I just finished like three minutes before we start oh him, so you so. haven't had time to read the book i've not had time to read the oh, book yet but okay. i swear i'm gonna read it that makes but sense i did go to see his uh spring on broadway show where he does a lot of that material so did book. i um and uh let's see his mother adele ann who's originally from bayridge in brooklyn sure and his father douglas frederick dutch that's it a- cool nickname dutch is cool dutch yeah. is arguably better than DeBots. bots yeah dutch. dutch 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 is awesome although if someone were to shout dutch at me and i was on stage i feel like i would think they're saying duck
2: oh uh, yeah I'd you don't want to be
0: ducking yeah. yeah bruce doesn't want to be doing or you would think that they are mistaking you for an actual duck which is not flattering yeah i mean like huey lewis gets it with i want a new duck but yeah. obviously oh wait no that's weird out <laughs> Is that Weird Al's version? Yes. <laughs> I want a new duck. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, so, wait. Yeah. Are so you wait, re- uh, wait, what? What's your kind of connection to Sprint? Like, how? when did you start getting into them? How into we him got, are we haven't you? Co- we haven't covered one important part. Got it. The E Street Band. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. You can't talk about Bruce without talking oh, about the E Street God Band. God damn it. There they are. And of course, we all know the E stands for edible. The edible street. <laughs> he always wants everyone to know that the band is technically edible, although every performance he says, we are technically edible, but please do not attempt to eat us. Do not come on stage and eat us up. <laughs> Don't do it. We we appreciate existing. Crowd loves it. Crowd loves They always say nom, nom. Nom. If num, you if you num. see him on the street, just go up to num, Bruce. He'll <laughs> go, Yeah, I know I'm edible, but don't don't do it. <laughs> my what? band, it's my band, not me. It's <laughs> they're edible. I mean technically I am edible as well. Yeah, but don't do it. Don't do don't it. Don't do it. But don't do it. We, t- we tell you that I to let you know you shouldn't do it. And what do we what do we want to accomplish with the show, Adam? We want to accomplish well We want to get through the discography. Yeah. We want to hang out together, but more than that, our goal essentially is Bruce is on this big worldwide tour. He just wrapped up Europe. He's Mm -hmm. back in the States. He's coming Mm -hmm. to LA Mm at the end of the year. Bruce, this is an appeal to you directly. Mm -hmm. All we want is a three-hour, one-on-one, uninterrupted interview with you. You perform for 3 hours, you can talk for 3 hours. 3 3 hours of of chit-chat. Yeah, and only chit-chat. We only want it to be chit-chat. Just like, like small talk. No <laughs> talking about music. No talking about music. We want to just talk about like streets that you've lived on and the weather and stuff like that and like what's going on, you know, generally with the strike and and acting and stuff like that, but we don't want anything about music, but 3 hours of that. That's it yeah. sounds irresistible. I mean, how could he say no? One on one, but if you got to bring little Stephen, okay, fine. Yeah, no, I that guess. would be great too. I that guess. would be more chit chat. So it'd be six hours. <laughs> yes, if you bring little Stephen, it's six hours. <laughs> oh man! Um, but yeah. that's all. That's all we want. And of course, you know, if you want to give us a couple of t-shirts, a couple of t-shirts a piece. I would say at this point. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean they—they've got to have T-shirts. You got to right? have boxes of them backstage at all these shows. Like they've got to have some of those cool, like vintagey-looking T-shirts. Yeah, I'll take new ones too. Like I'll take ones with like. Do you think he has like the ugliest, just like <laughs> you know those terrible like heavy metal T-shirts from? like the late 80s that just uh, yeah. were like, you know, the super huge color yes. design and super thick cotton yeah. that's uncomfortable. If you got any of those, we'll take them. Yeah. Off With your hands. Those are our favorites. If you have a warehouse of this shit by the way in New Jersey, send them all to us. Send them all. We'll even we'll we'll even If we you pay love for the tickets, t-shirts. we'll go to we'll go to the warehouse and we'll plunder the whole thing. Yeah. We'll open that thing wide open. I know you're you're like sitting there going, oh, I'm sitting on a bunch of shirts, bunch sitting of- on a bunch of tees. I can't get rid of them. We'll organize. You know what? We won't even take them. We'll just organize them. We <laughs> <it>. love organizing. <laughs> now we're organizing Sorry. Never mind. <laughs> I don't want to do this. We'll shit. alphabetize your t-shirts. <laughs> Everything is under T. Everything is either B or T. <laughs> uh, B or S. BS, by the way, those are his initials. Oh, shit. You think that hasn't come up? Never put that one together. Yeah. Ah, interesting. I know a few people who have gone to see a BS show, and they've been like, I thought I was seeing bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, all right. So we want a three- or six-hour chit-chat sesh. Chit-chat sesh. Uh, Not about music. And if, by the way, if it ever, if, like, you ever start Bruce... If you ever start talking about music, the clock starts over.
2: Yeah. So that yeah, three hours gotta.
0: just ching goes backwards to to zero. Also, you know what it would what would be nice? Mm-hmm. Um, and I know they probably have a whole staff, maybe even a chef or something mm-hmm. uh, that goes on tour with them. A chocolate milkshake, a couple chocolate milkshakes, a couple of chalky milks, chalky milks. Why not? Sit down. I would take mine malted too. I like that. I'll take a malted. Yeah. Yeah. Delicious. Chalky malts. Get some chalky malts, chit-chat. Two a piece. Two chalky malts each, because it's going to be a long chit-chat chit 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 session, chit. Possibly like 16 hours, depending on, depending on like when music it comes into it, it. keeps coming up. I'll tell you what, every time the clock starts over, I need another chalky <laughs> yeah. malts delivered you know, right suck there. Suck those babies within down. Within two minutes. Oh, delicious. I'm going to keep bringing music up just so we're there longer. <laughs> get more chalky Chucky malts. Chalky malts, definitely. That's all we want. That's all we want, Bruce. Yeah, it's not asking much. It's not asking for much. And if you want, I mean, even Bonobos didn't do this. If you want to feature us on your new records, sure. Well, I mean, we're giving him a lot of material right now. Yeah, like we're talking about him a lot. I would love for him to sing about us. Yeah. On one of his records. Chalky Malts. Chalky Malts. Yeah, a song called Chalky Malts. He's written songs about people he knows. Oh, sure. He's written songs about his mother. He's written songs Rosalita. about his father. Yeah, Rosalita. <laughs> Heck, Rosalita, he plays it every single show. Yeah. Come on, man. Write a song about us that you sing every Weave show. Weave Chucky Maltz in there somewhere. <laughs> Come on. We're not saying it has to be the chorus, but it's a pretty right. good chorus. No, it's chorus. very catchy. It's already an earworm. <laughs> so that's all we want. That's it. That's, that's it. it. That's probably it. We reserve the right. We'll let you know if we decide to add something else. The the longer this goes on, by Mm -hmm. the way, each episode our demands probably will increase. So get a hold of us. Like, how awesome would that be if episode two, special guest Bruce Springsteen? Because he was just like, okay, (laughs) this is the basement. We can't. We can't (laughs) let this thing keep growing. (laughs) Get these guys. Sit down for this six-hour bitch sesh. <laughs> oh, wait, it's a bitch sesh, too. I think it's turned into that. <laughs> so he's just bitching about his pals at the East Rebank? Well, he's going to be bitching about us and our demands. <laughs> um, When, Adam, you asked it of me. I did. Earlier, and I cut you off. Well, but you had to jump in. I had to jump in. Is this another episode of... I I, I think so. <laughs> what was it called again? <laughs> I had to jump in. Okay. Jump, jump. Well jump. Hey, everyone. Welcome to I had to jump in. This is Scott. This is Scott. And look, I just have to jump I in I have here. to jump I, in. No, I have to jump I'm in gonna here jump because I No, just no, super quick. Just hold on. Super quick. Let <laughs> hold me on. jump in. Before you say that, in. though, before uh, you say what? that, no, no, I can you No, hold on. no. Wait, before, before you I have, say no, that... No, I swear I'll let you get back to you. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I had to jump in real quick. Oh, I shit. have to say this one thing. Would you? Fuck you. Fuck you. No, fuck, fuck you. you. Bye. Jump, jump. Well that one. Sophomore slump. It seemed to kind of dissolve yeah, right in front of me. I don't know if me. they were on the same page. Nope. Huh. Um,. You asked me how I got into Bruce Springsteen. I'm a little more interested. I'll uh, sure I'll talk about it. Uh-huh. What what am I? I'm an open book. I'll uh-huh. talk about this shit. Uh-huh. I don't care. Uh-huh. I don't care. Okay. But you know what? Didn't think you weren't. But... I, I'm I'm surprised that you wanted to do the show because uh, I I don't know what your connection to the Boss is. Uh all right, so you just assumed that I had no connection to the boss? I don't think I've ever heard you ever say the words Bruce, Springsteen, boss, concert, guitar. None of those words? E. You, you've ever you heard never, You never used a, a, even a word that has the letter E in it. That's... See? That's not... Tra? Tra? <laughs> um bruce you know i you know uh, of the artists we've done these podcasts about bruce springsteen is probably the one i consider myself a fairly major bruce springsteen fan Mm. although there are still pockets of springsteen's discography that i'm not super well versed in there are little Eras that I'm not, a, if we can borrow a Taylor Swift term, mm. that I'm not as uh well versed in. That's right. You were at the Taylor Swift show. Recently. I went to the Taylor Swift show. Yeah, I was that By the way, it was fantastic. I was at the show across the street. I saw Beck. I know what you're saying. Put a Glenn in front of that, and you're interested suddenly. <laughs> Was he playing the forum as well, Glenn Beck? <laughs> Glenn Beck, yes. Wait, Beck was playing that same back in night. Phoenix. Well, uh, they added one of the shows that Taylor Swift added was on the night that Beck in Phoenix and Jenny Lewis had already like booked. Where was it at the forum? At the forum. How fun! And that must so have been great. Getting there was a nightmare. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, leaving. Not bad, because she yeah. was still playing. Because yeah, she was yeah, doing yeah. Bruce Springsteen like three-hour shows, was It was she? like three and a half hours. Christ. A lot of eras to cover, apparently. Yeah. It was terrific. It yeah. really was. Wonderful. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, so, so you, when did you, look, I gotta ask it. Sure. When did you first hear of Bruce Springsteen? I first heard of Bruce Springsteen. You know what? I think that, born in the usa being s- this massive uh album and kind of cultural phenomenon mm-hmm. was where because i was 11 years old when that album exploded and i think that's where Not literally what do you mean the album didn't i mean you didn't buy Oh, it didn't actually explode? Yeah. Well, not my copy, but I didn't actually get the album until later on. And as far as I know, that one... Maybe some Some of the early pressings? Those may have exploded because, you know, uh, actual records, vinyl used to be made of flammable material. Yeah, like uh, TNT, I think. Yeah, TNT. uh, That's why if you try and play any record that was pressed before 1984... It will explode right when the needle drops down on it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do you see what I mean? <laughs> um, so, born in the USA. I think that's up. probably the era where I first heard of him, because that's when he became like Michael Jackson. Huge, yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, but he was huge before then. Who were the most famous... In, in 1984, who were the most famous musicians you have? Um, Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Prince. Huey Lewis, Madonna, Huey Lewis, and the news were huge. They were huge at the time, but I would say the the ones that like were iconic were if yeah. like you were making a comedy video and you were like, oh, it'd be so funny, let's parody muses, musicians. You yeah. get you get Michael Jackson, Madonna, Bruce, right? Yeah. Maybe, Although in that maybe era, Cindy Lauper, Billy Joel world, was Billy Idol. Billy Idol. You probably threw But maybe them. the first tier would be Madonna, Prince, Bruce Billy Princeton. Idol, Culture Club. And, and Culture Club. Billy Idol. But the bassist from Billy. Culture Club. Yes. John? Um, but um, I didn't really get into him until later on, until like high school, and I discovered Nebraska, and that was sort is of Is that the first... That's the first record you bought, is Nebraska. That's the first one that I really got. And then I was like, oh, shit. And that's, that got me into Bruce Springsteen. So you were like
1: oh shit, oh shit, this is good
2: stuff.
0: What, do you remember, was it, where was the copy that, did you buy I it? I got or? it from the Columbia uh, oh, CD right. Club. I just picked it because I was like, oh, Bruce Springs, I just arbitrarily picked Nebraska. It's an interesting one to pick because it's spare and acoustic. I think I had read about it in Rolling Stone in one uh, of the lists of the greatest uh, albums ever. ever made, and yeah. they said this was spare and acoustic or something. So I picked that Something one. Something stupid like that. Yeah, some dumb phrasing. <laughs> Anthony De Curtis just shit out some phrase and I bought it. No, but it was really, really, uh, that album's amazing. It's still one of my favorites. All right. How about you, Scott? Well, I, wait, 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 before, before we go on to me, so you got Nebraska. Yeah. And then I want to chart your history a little more. You oh, got boy. Nebraska, then you listened to that and you were like, oh, this rules. Yeah. And then what? Then what? What's your pathway? <sighs> Hmm. I probably went to, I probably went to born in the USA next because that was like next. thriller level. Right. And, um, and then, and then I feel like I didn't really dive into his earlier stuff till even later on. And so Nebraska is, is, is as early as you went for a, for a while. Yeah. Because then you start. Did you end up? And this like, was like '88, and then Tunnel of Love came out, and I was I didn't really like that very much. Uh, I love it now, but at the time, at it the wasn't time it really, was different, and it, yeah. it was a little more okay. And there was like Poppy, and yeah. And then, then did you sort of drop off on him for a little while? Yeah. Until and then maybe the reunion, East Street Band reunion. You it was like start early to again. mid '90s. I started getting into like The River, mm. and uh, born to run mm-hmm. and yeah i think that's yeah i think that and then when the east street band got back, oh and then you know where i really dove back in was when the rising came out Rising, yeah then i went headfirst in this is mm-hmm. already 21 years ago that's where i really dove in and then every album that came out i would just get it and listen to the shit out of it and then also get into like darkness at the edge of town and all all that stuff and how many times have you seen him live um probably like five times something like that so you could like technically the fact you still have all of your fingers and your thumb you could count this on maybe one hand i could count the times i've seen him live probably on one hand maybe if i had uh one of my second hand's fingers i could i could count the the other time i may have been six times may I'm not six. sure okay just don't chop off any any of my fingers please have you ever been in a situation where go ahead and pick that up and i'm gonna vamp a little bit uh, adam just dropped his coaster um these are sticky coasters a fan gave us these by the way i don't know if uh we've ever sh- I, uh, shouted them out but uh these are uh coasters of the cd Sticker or stickers on the cd or the record uh this one is the u2 one uh I'm rattling hum Rattle and hum and it's got to be a record because it says side four right right oh okay so it's a, like a, a oh this is the middle of a vi- the middle a, of the vinyl that's what it is the it's an of the actual vinyl, vinyl yeah i actually i think i think the better place to stick it is on this part of the coaster right or is it the other way i have no idea anyway but he gave me that and he uh i uh, think it's some this. other stuff and uh one for jimmy parto that i gave to him recently Anyway, thanks to him, if he's still listening, that was probably eight years ago. Be and sure not to cut that out. Yep. <laughs> that stays in. Out of everything, <laughs> God, that stays maybe in. Maybe that's the entire episode. Um. All right, so good. So anything else you want to say about, uh, you just saw him recently in New York. Yeah, said. I saw him, uh, and, and Paul McCartney was sitting nearby, and I got to watch which, which uh Bruce Springsteen's songs are Paul McCartney's favorites, which he would stand up for Interesting. and dance for. What what which, were they? I don't remember. He shook his little butt? Yeah, sure did. Wow. Do the re- mop top himself. <laughs> do you remember when we saw the lovable lads? Br- Who was there? Bruce Springsteen was there. He was? Yeah. Do you remember? Remember when in New York at Madison Square Garden, when we went around the side yeah. uh, midway through the show to see there when they did this the acoustic stuff. Yeah. And then, who was behind us was Bruce Springsteen. He was, up in, yeah, up in this in the seats. God, I don't remember checking that. out the show. You don't remember that? No, interesting. He was up in the seats. He was in the se- he was in the like the house seats, you huh. know, which are like, yeah, like, level yeah, 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 on the opposite end from where our seats were. Huh. Yeah, right, I don't remember right. that. Anyway, good stuff. Hmm. Good stuff. That's where I, I guess Paul McCartney was in Madison Square Gardens and mm. that in those that same section. seats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How interesting. Yeah, because that's where we saw you. Two. I'm putting it all together. How about you, Scott? <laughs> um, Yeah, similarly, in 1984, uh, Born in the USA came out. and So did you have I, any awareness before that I had, era? I, I think I had heard Hungry Heart, and I think yeah. later on I was surprised that Hungry Heart was by Bruce Springsteen, because uh-huh. I just kind of knew that song. or Or I was surprised that it wasn't on Born in the USA. Maybe. Me too. Um, but, but yeah, so, br- I, I don't think I had really any awareness of him until suddenly 1984 born in the USA comes out and I'm, uh, 13 going on 14, I'm just a little boy. I want to be a big yeah. boy. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, he's everywhere. And I feel like that song born in the USA was kind of like, I, I know it was dancing in the dark cause that video came out first. So I saw that. I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then Born in the USA came out and I was just like, oh, I yeah, I don't know. Because it just felt very like, you know, you got to understand, we grew up in the uh, Reaganite 80s and it just felt. They sure were using it as like a jingoistic anthem. Yeah. But it. But it's not. Obviously. I didn't know that, though. I thought it was like. Same. Proud to be an American. It's like, it's like basically, if you're like, you know what I love is that guy who sings Proud to be an American. Yeah. <laughs> and you went to every show of his. Yeah. It felt like that a little bit so I was kind of like anti Bruce Springsteen and then um I uh was seeing this girl she's now a woman I'm sure um yeah, I and, would imagine I would imagine and uh she was really into music and she was very into whatever Robert Hilburn and the LA Times uh-huh. was sure. into Yeah and so she was very into X uh uh-huh. she she I'm pretty sure she told me about the band X and she Great would, band. She would go see them all the time. Awesome band. And uh, she was very... Who else was she really into? I remember X and a couple other like more alternative stuff. And we would watch videos at her place. Like Video 1 would come on and uh, watch like Hazy Fantasy and Oingo Boingo and stuff like wow. that. And Talking Heads and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. We would watch all that kind of stuff. But then she was also really into Bruce Springsteen hmm. because Robert Hilburn was really... Yep. And was constantly writing articles about. Him. It yep. seemed like every week he wrote some new article about him. Yep. He would go review every single show on the tour, and I was always like, ah, "He's kind of lame, isn't yeah. he?" And because you were supposed to think anything that was that popular was lame. Yeah. Although I I I did like Prince a lot, and I and I liked uh, Huey. Lew- I even liked Huey Lewis. Yeah. The News. Just something about Bruce Springsteen. He seemed old to me. Now, of course, you look back at him yeah, in that era. It is a, a gorgeous, snack. like 28 <laughs> year old guy. Yeah. I think also because I was uh, like in a liberal beach town where everything that was, like I said, jingoistic or any mm-hmm. had any kind of under the Reagan umbrella was sort of frowned upon. And like you said, the whole born in the USA motif and the album cover, the album everything about it, the red, it. white, and blue, yeah. or the, the, the Levi's, yeah, the, and, yeah, everything about it kind of seemed like boomer shit to me. Yeah. And so I was very much like, anytime she'd be like, I got to see Springsteen, I think her mom punished her once uh, for something we did, I can't remember yeah. what, and and it was like, well, you can't go see the Bruce Springsteen show, and she was like, super bummed. Yeah, And so I was always just like, God, she likes all this cool music, I don't know why she likes Bruce Springsteen. So I kind of was always like a little against it, and then... But were you also like, huh, the... Bruce Springsteen might be cool then. If I think the song seeped into my consciousness, yeah. definitely. Um, but then, I think I think the first time that I kind of was like, oh, shit, was Letterman's final NBC show, um, which was in 92, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Springsteen played that, yeah. and he played Glory Days. Yeah. And he got up on the desk that's i remember right. and he was playing glory days and i hadn't heard that song in a long time and i was yeah. like fuck this song actually rules yeah and he gave such an incredible performance of it i was like
2: damn that's yeah.
0: really good so i was kind of like huh maybe he's okay and i went i went and i think i got then on cd i like cobbled together a collection of some of his records yeah um, I think I got born in the USA. Like if I could see him used for $2, I yeah, would always yeah, yeah. pick one up. And I remember once I was at, um, the, um, the sidewalk sale of what was that record store on Highland? And, um, it started with an A, I feel like not, a, not Amoeba, obviously, but, uh, Aaron, i think it was aaron's records oh, aaron's do you remember records. aaron's records that was in silver lake wasn't it oh maybe there's there's one on highland though that okay. that i would go to all the time yeah and they would have sidewalk sales where they would just put out a bunch of yeah, their yeah, cds yeah. and they would be like a dollar a piece yeah. right and i remember just getting a big stack of things all for a dollar a piece and yeah. then i saw bob bob odenkirk this is probably we'd been working together for a while so this is probably like 98 99 or something like that and i had human touch and um not human touch i had uh lucky days or L- lucky town and lucky uh, town. uh and uh the companion album uh human touch human touch yeah, yeah. human touch and, and lucky town they were both a dollar right yeah and bob was like hey buddy what do you got there let me let me take a look yeah. through your stack oh wow that was. It. and then he pulled out the bruce springsteen ones he goes why are you getting these yeah and i was like i don't know uh, they're a yeah. dollar. And he's like, you're getting... I mean, these are like some of his shitty albums, yeah. right? Like, you're getting these. Why? I was like, uh, just to hear him. Yeah. He's like, this guy's crazy. He's spending $2 on the, these albums that suck just to hear them? I don't understand this. <laughs> you're like, Bob, give me a fucking break, <laughs> give me man. A fucking break, you rich asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. No, obviously, this is a decade and a half before he goes on to create this iconic tv mm-hmm. character but why is he big time in me yeah come on man come on man you're not you're not Saul Goodman yet cut me a little slack gotta bro some slack Mr. McGill <laughs> um I thought you were gonna say, call him Mr. Magoo uh <laughs> Mr. Like, Magoo. Mr. Magoo um so so I so I was still kind of like eh. did those I never listened to those albums they are shitty right Oh, we'll talk about them. When okay. Uh, all right. Well. Okay. Um, but uh, but I. But I. Pretty far down the road. You want to talk? You want to cover them right no, now? No, not really, because I've never really <laughs> listened to them. So I was still casual, like yeah. person who was kind of like buying them and listening. You're to You're testing them, the waters, listening to them once, and maybe like going like, "Oh, I, I think I got his his greatest hits or whatever." And yeah. it was, uh, in the in the mid '90s, yeah. which, which had. Uh, I think oh, about yeah. Secret Garden and, and yeah, the that was a good the Streets of collection. That was stuff. a good one to have for like a good entry point. Yeah. But similar, I think, to you when he got back together with the East Street Band, it was suddenly like, because I think we grew up in a time, too, where he right at the tail end of the East Street Band stuff where he like dissolved them. Yeah. And then it was kind of like, oh, we can never see the cool Br- Bruce Springsteen yeah. stuff, yeah, you know? Yeah. So like, that was a period of, from like 86 through. Yeah, it was a while. Through, through 99. So that's, I mean, that's most of our young w- was lives. Was that when he got them back together was for the rising? Yes. So, so that I think was they 02. did it too. F- and I could be very wrong, but I think they did a tour. You're right. And then they did the rising. Yeah, together. you're right. Um, so that's when I started paying attention again. And I feel like I saw, I feel like I saw a few things on the rising that I was like, oh, this is cool. And they're a really yeah. good band. And then I, then a couple of things happen. Um, he played when ghost of Tom Joad came out. Oh yeah. He played that's a the, good album. one of the MTV awards uh huh, and he did just him with the acoustic guitar. And he did that song. Yep. And I remember I, uh, uh, Kulop was over. This had to be, I, I forget when this came out, 2004 or something like this. Kulop was over. Um, Tom, I, Tom Jode's in the 90s. Is Tom Jode in the 90s? I think so. I think you're right. I think you're right. I think right. it's pre-E Street Band coming back together. Yeah. What, wait, no, no, no. I'm sorry, Devils and Dust is what I'm thinking Oh, of. Devils and Dust. So he, he came out and he played, this is 2005. He came out yeah. and played Devils and Dust, right? Yeah. And it's just him with an acoustic guitar and I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm watching. I like, I like anything. So yeah. I'm just like watching everything. Yeah. And, but Kulop, you know, has m- more specific music tastes. Yeah. And so he comes out, he sings Devils in Dust and at the end of it, he kind of I my memory of it is he sort of like takes off the guitar and sort of slams it down, doesn't break it or whatever, but huh. just slams it down and goes, bring him home. And this is about, uh, and, yeah. and this is a war song yeah. essentially. Yeah. And Kulop is just like enraptured by it and goes, oh my God, that was amazing. And I was yeah. like, what? And she suddenly becomes this huge Bruce Springsteen oh, interesting. fan. interesting, yeah. Just like, I think sparked from that. Yeah. And then they play the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm over at a uh, previous guest on our Huey uh, Lewis show. I'm over at Jimmy Kimmel's house and uh, watching the Super Bowl. And suddenly they come out and it's a great, great, incredible performance. Yeah. And a ref comes out and throws a flag at Bruce Springsteen for yeah. sliding across the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm really for enjo- being too awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm really enjoying it. I'm started dancing around, not dancing around, but I'm bopping Just in my seat, shaking your little butt around. I look behind me, and who's there but Batman himself? Ben Affleck's right behind me, yeah. watching it solo. I'm like, "Oh, hey, see, so watching your butt shake. Around. He's watching my butt shake yeah. around." And I'm like, "Enjoy the show, bro." Yeah. Um. So I think that's sort of when I clicked into like, "Oh, okay, this is a great band with great songs." And so I went. I got the Rising. I got all the all yeah. the all the current records, and then I went back and got all of the previous records. And then I started to see him live a lot. Yeah. And got very into him, and then started getting into now like i'm listening to all the old concerts mm-hmm. you know like the, the ones that they put out yeah. uh officially like all the old shows i mm-hmm. have all the, all the old shows that they put out and i've yeah. listened to them all uh that I, live compilation they put out like in the late 80s yeah, that one's really good too yeah yeah these are these are full concerts that he puts out on mm-hmm. the and so and the one that i went to here in la was an incredible like three and a half hour mm-hmm. show um where he played all of the rising in the middle of it and that's just the, that's a double album and not the rising sorry the river wow that's a double album he played that just that's the middle oh of yeah the show. he did a river tour He did a river yeah the oh, river yeah. tour here in la was that that's a i think 80 minutes yeah and that's just like half the show that's you know great that's such a great album yeah um and so I I saw that show and I was like that's one of the best fucking concerts I've ever yeah. been to and I, I was like was that as good and I just listened to it again and I was like damn it oh was so good. is that one that of the shows they put out yeah yeah oh that's cool so now I would say and then you know I saw him at South by Southwest mm-hmm. uh, that was the one favor I ever asked them for like me putting together the comedy stuff all those years can I come like, see can, Bruce can Springsteen? I go see Bruce Springsteen when he plays and so they got me like house seats behind his family I wish they said no. Yeah, they're like that would have been funny. Hey, guess what, asshole? No, 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 thanks. Go home. <laughs> so currently, I would say I'm, I'm in that level of like, I've graduated certainly from casual fan yeah. to true fan to where now I feel sort of like I'm veering into obsessive fan where I'm going back and like comparing concerts and uh-huh. stuff like that, but I'm certainly not one of these super fans who's like, I know every member of the band's full name yeah. and how long they've been there and let me ask you this. When you go see them next, are there or when you've seen them in the past, are there blank spots for you when you see them live? Like, wait a second, I don't know this song. Yeah, well there there certainly are like albums that I haven't listened to over and over and yeah. over again. So yeah. if he ever plays something like uh what's the one that he's been playing on tour this tour? Um Kitty's back you know, like, uh, yeah, if when he plays "Kitties back, that's, which from, is that's from wild and the innocent. That's yeah. I that, that's not, one that I haven't listened to over and over again. So I'm like, that's it, one of the songs I was like, wait a second. What, which one is this? And yeah. people like, you can tell like the, the hardcore super, super, ride, super ride like, or die. He's playing yeah. "Kitties back. They're freaking out. And I'm just like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. So, so there, there are certainly songs and albums that I'm, that I haven't listened to over and over and over again like the true fans. Yeah. I have my favorites, we'll talk about that as this show progresses. Yeah. Ones I have listened to over and over and over again. Yeah. And how about his albums of late? I know like in 0809 he went on a run and had like three albums he was like yearly yes. he was putting out these yeah, big so, records. So uh, Radio Nowhere he did the yeah. Rising and Radio Nowhere and Uh, wrecking ball and magic and those those are all really good and then he kind of stumbled a little bit with uh that one that he did with tom morello uh which was more of like a b-sides uh recording kind of that was called um high hopes uh and then he did you know another kind of offshoot with his uh glenn campbell kind of tribute western stars oh yeah that was interesting interesting i don't think we're covering that one and then uh letter to you is his most recent like east street band record and we'll talk that was good we'll talk about that i don't think we're going to cover only the strong survive which is his motown covers record um unless we got to it a a while. he put out two different western stars albums well one is a live recording that he did in a barn oh is that what it is and then the other one is yeah i think he he decided not to tour western stars he just like He's one of those artists where, you know, hey, want, hey, come film me in a barn and pay me eight million dollars to yeah. do it. And they're like, OK, so that that's probably the and they made a film out of it. I think that's on Netflix or something like that, um, where that, you know, that that's the one because it ends with uh, Rhinestone Cowboy, I think, is the last song on it. Oh, working on a dream was one of it was magic working on a dream and then wrecking ball. Those three. Yeah. Really good solid records yeah and radio nowhere yeah good no, stuff. no radio nowhere is a song on magic oh sorry sorry, sorry, sorry sorry, can you can we just swap that in post every time i see <laughs> radio <laughs> nowhere <laughs> um yeah wow so that's crazy is it, looking at the dates ghost of tom joad in 95 and then and then nothing until 2002 uh Ghost of Tom So seven years you just didn't put any any music out. Is that true? Can that possibly be true? Let's go to the let's let's check the stats here. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to, <laughs> let's take some calls. Hello? Uh yeah, I have a question. Yeah, yeah yeah. I called you. You have a question? Yeah. Is that true? Uh let me let me look. Let me go to the phones.
2: Yeah. Rochester.
0: Yes, Rochester.
2: Ro- Hi, Rochester.
0: Yeah, this is Rod Chester. Who's this? Rochester. Oh, this is Rod Chester. Rochester. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm great. Is that what you want to ask me? Yep. Bye. Okay, so I feel like so, that yeah. question wasn't exactly wasn't what exactly we were what looking we want, for. But yeah, you're right. Seven seven years ago, in between Ghost of Tom Joe, and what the, the, the hell rising. was he doing, man? Fucking pulling his pud. Ah. Oh. And then before that, he had that double, those two albums, and that was three years. Three, between three years is so. respectable. Yeah, least, yeah. You know, The Tunnel of Love, 87, Lucky Town, 92. That's a chunk of time right there. Fine. <sighs> that's good. This guy works slow. Years. I know. I know. Now, now, you know, he's got, uh, he, he did Western Stars in 2019, Letter to You, and right uh, when the, when COVID was out, Only the Strong Survive. You know, he's he's doing good, especially for, you know, he could just... He could, look, dude could never put out another record. Lucky Town and Human Touch coming out concurrent, like, at the same time. That was right after Use Your Illusion. He was just kind of... A yeah. year later, he put out two albums. At the, instead of putting out a double album, put out two albums on the same day, which is a weird That's right.
2: marketing uh, It's a, it's a to way do.
0: to, like juke the charts as well or something? Uh, yeah, I You know, I, I, I think remember so. people talking about it sort of like that. Who yeah. knows? And which one did better than the other? It was kind of weird. Yeah, like they were in competition. Well, of course, use your illusion. One is always going to do better than two. Yeah, of course. Like, I'm only going to buy two. Yeah. Who does that? Who buys? Plus two is the number of shit. But wasn't the wasn't two better than, than one? No, I think one's better. Oh, it is? Yeah. But two has like Civil War and... Oh, who gives a shit? We're yeah. not talking about them. Yeah, you're right. We're talking about the boss the boss. All right, we have to take a break. Yes. Is that cool with you? Yeah. Right. I can't wait to talk about this album. Yeah, when we come back, we're going to we're going to go into a, a little bit of his history and then uh, we're going to talk about we're going to listen to the songs on the album. What's it called? Greetings from Asbury Park, New Jersey. That's the one. That's the one. We're going to do all of that when we come back. On you Spring and Springsteen on my bean. We'll be right back in a sec.
2: We're
0: back. You Spring and Springsteen on my bean. texting someone nope no you're not nope. texting anyone? Nope. I'm I'm what are you doing bringing the album up oh on you are. my phone <laughs> so I can be looking at it I promise um although if you were to text Bruce I wouldn't mind it oh sure um just texted him oh good I just, just do the the fart emoji <laughs> <laughs> just kidding just kidding um, let's, let's go into, uh, a little bit about, uh, the history before we, yeah, we, uh, get into this. Let's see real briefly. Yeah. Bruce Springsteen. The
2: um, end. musician.
0: <laughs> the end. <laughs> that was as brief as we can do it. I'm sorry. Um, no. Uh, so he's in New Jersey. Yep. Yeah. He's a kid. He watches uh, the Beatles on the Ed Sullivan. <laughs> I always uh, say Ed Sullivan. This <laughs> is a big problem when I taped. Well, Ed Sullivan was on television. television. It's it's an easy mistake to you know, make. It makes total total sense. He saw he saw the Beatles on the Ed Sullivan show, um, and he wanted a guitar. He's like, "Give me a fucking guitar, right." fucking right now fucking now um he bought his first one for twenty dollars i think he rent maybe he was even renting one i can't mm-hmm. remember anyway but um he he gets a guitar later on his mom takes out a loan for sixty dollars to buy him a nice guitar um which he writes a song about called the Wish," which we may hear a little oh, down, interesting down the road a little yeah. bit um which i think he sang on uh, spring City on broadway in a very touching moment. Uh-huh. Um but uh he there's this dude um who's dating his sister who uh George uh and I'm gonna look this is this is proving Time, I'm not I don't a, remember any of this shit. This is proving I'm not a super fan. I don't know how to pronounce this. George Thice. Is I it, think is his name. Is his sister's boyfriend? Yeah, is his sister's boyfriend or wants to date his, his sister? Not sure. By the way, his sister, I don't know whether this is the sister who's in Fast Times at Ridgemont High or not. Oh, Pamela Springsteen? Yeah. She took my picture, one of my first oh, really? headshots. Oh, she did? Really? Yeah. yeah. This is it. Why did you mention I this complete, in your connections to- I- completely forgot about that until <laughs> just now. We we got to see these headshots. What are she you doing? She my headshots back in like 1994 three or 4, this, like right when I This is after she was she's doing already like she's background already background work and stuff. She's already like done the the album covers for like Tunnel of Love and shit like this. She's doing your some assholes headshots. Yeah, she did my headshots. She was an actress who like sort of sort of got a little bit of work. She was in uh, like a horror movie, I think, and fast times and like small times. she's in fast times, and then she, she became like a uh, well renowned photographer who, yeah, took uh, the photos of a few br- uh, of her brother's albums. And then y- apparently, and your then headshot, some dumb actor <laughs> who's just starting out, she was so super nice. Uh, must have been 1994 five, I guess. Wow. wow, I gotta see these. God, headshots. I don't even know which headshots these were. We gotta pull these up, yeah, okay, okay. Um. But someone this this guy George who uh is is uh, date oh no dating Virginia. It's his other sister. Oh, okay. Okay. Um like never mom, mind all of that. She well, didn't we take still my got to see these. I, I made that she up. Virginia did not take your picture. No, it would be weird if the entire family eventually ended they up. They all taking, took my picture. <laughs> you gotta collect all these guys his taking your picture. His dad took my picture. <laughs> um so he he knocks on the door that door and that door that door and he goes hey i hear you play guitar i'm looking for a guitarist cuz i want to start a band and i hear you i need a lead guitarist and bruce springsteen's like uh okay he doesn't really know how to play lead all that much but he's like yeah sure so they start a a band called the the Oof." not a great name the castiles by the way named after the uh brand of shampoo that uh, they used this is them this is them that's like naming naming them the head and shoulders <laughs> which is not a bad name for a band. that's no, pretty good the prels What? Is this an original song of theirs? Or are they covering something? Or? Baby, I... I can't remember. Wow, everyone just sounded... They were just trying to sound like the Beatles. Yeah, this is the 60s. Um, They're the Castiles. They play around for a while. Um, Castiles break up. They do this kind of thing where, like, Springsteen gets involved in these bands that kind of like play for a while steel mill is like a trio i think huh. they play for a while then they break up and some yeah. of the some of the band members start different ones without some of the ones that they don't like anymore yeah. you know um he's in steel mill he's in like the Bru- bruce springsteen and the somethings yeah um so he's got all these bands that he sort of like is playing around especially on the jersey shore he's playing sure. a lot of the clubs on the jersey shore um and steel mill i think is Okay, so this is a weird story. Steel Mill is um booked to open for on this like all-day thing with uh Boz Skaggs, I think. Uh That's a big deal. That's a big act to open for. Yeah, so hmm. Boz Scaggs is set to do this show. Who else is on this show? This is uh you got uh oh grand uh chicago hmm. oh no they opened for chicago they they opened for chicago grand funk railroad roy, roy orbison i cantina turner black sabbath um, so they were like doing pretty well they were doing okay so uh uh so they go, they go to do this boz skag show and um the a big reviewer is there to review yeah. boz Skaggs.
2: Well, you gotta,
0: you know, you gotta come, you got get rev- out there and see Boz. You gotta review the Boz when oh, he comes bro. through town, Do you right? think that's where he got the boss? <laughs> the Boz, oh my God. The Boz and the boss? He ripped this shit off. And Boz Gag should sue should his sue ass. sue his dumb ass. <laughs> Um, but they they go to op- they go to open for Boz Scaggs. There's reviewers there. Boz calls in sick, which I did not realize what? that was a uh, thing you could do. Does that mean just like <laughs> cocaine? Calling in cocaine, <laughs> probably. I so the show like is happening, and he yeah. just like calls up, and is like, "Hey, I'm sick." <laughs> <laughs> He's in the Bahamas. <laughs> yeah, the Boz Bahamas. Um, I don't get it. So. Uh, this reviewer basically is like super loves Springsteen. So group. Springsteen just comes out and plays the whole show because Boz Skaggs can't come. I don't think so. I think I think basically but Bo- no one replaces Boz at the end. He just plays and then the show's over. And the yeah, so but but this reviewer goes crazy for him and is like, I've seen the future and it's you know, this this group. And then Boz Skaggs is like, uh never mind. <laughs> I I'll be toxic anymore. Yeah, yeah, here I come. <laughs> <laughs> I, Boz, I feel okay. Boz Skaggs shaped hole in the That's wall. That's right. Um, but, uh, I, th- I also think Steel Mill is the group that Billy Graham like offered a rec- recording or like offered a contract to oh, and interesting. they, t- they turned it down. Huh? Steel Mill. Steel Mill. Another uninteresting band name. I yeah. Say. Um, then he starts the Bruce Springsteen band. Um, you getting know, there, getting there. Almost there. Almost huh? like almost there. <laughs> Just drop maybe two of those words. Yeah um and then he meanwhile he i think he finally gets there with the e street band and they're they're playing the local clubs and um is it because the stone pony and all these places are on e street is that what happened yes so yeah stone pony is a club that he plays a lot yeah and um they they get the reputation sort of as like a party band like a good time party band right um meanwhile he's writing these songs and um he gets he finally gets a recording contract And um, this is at Columbia Records. And you can even hear some of these demos here. Here's a a demo that he did for them. And I I love what the guy at the beginning is saying.
1: Bruce Springsteen, Columbia Pop Audition, job number 79682. Mary Queen of Arkansas, take one. Mary Queen of Arkansas.
0: So Springsteen is basically like auditioning just himself with an acoustic guitar like to get the contract so, yeah to, to, to get a record contract and he's, these are just like demos of like here's a
1: bunch of my songs Queen, it's not too early yeah
2: hmm.
0: so he sounds pretty good sounds pretty good yeah you can hear four of these on um, tracks his box set tracks <laughs> Uh, including It's Hard to Be a Saint in the City. Oh, that that was one part of my background with S- Springsteen I wanted to mention is I always thought he was kind of square and then David Bowie did this great cover of It's Hard to Be a Saint in the City, which uh, made me go like, oh, I love this song. Yeah. I-. So I went back and got that song. Yeah. um, And was kind of like, oh, this is a good song. Yeah, yeah. And Bowie does an insane cover where he's singing it in a Cockney accent that I guess Springsteen came to the session of huh. and was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> He's like, when you're out on this street. God, I don't even remember Bowie doing that song. You want to hear a little bit of it? Yeah. Where, what album is it? It's is it on, it on an his, album? It's on his box set. Uh, Sound and Vision. And David Bowie is like huge at the time. And yeah. Springsteen's, I think, kind of nobody. Yeah. He comes and is like, what the fuck is going on with this guy? This is like, you know how Bowie switches back and forth between voices. This sounds awesome. I think this, yeah, this is a station to station outtake. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> my black jacket jacket and my
2: slick
1: sweet the
0: That's a hard Don't That's awesome. man Did you hear that story David Spade tells about David no. Bowie? No. Oh, it's it's really funny. How's how it because you know that sketch David Spade used to have where he's a receptionist, like and yeah. you are Yeah, yeah. Um he had pitched david bowie uh that sketch with david bowie coming in and him and david bowie was like yeah that's funny but i think i want to play that part instead <laughs> and david spade was like uh well that's kind of my Like, I want it was the first time he was doing it. Oh, no, this is his first pitch. Yeah, he's like, and he's about to, like, like, if Bowie does it, then exactly. He's like, I want it to be a catch for I so, so he said no to David Bowie. Wow, and Bowie kind of iced him out the next the rest of the The week, week. kind of pissed. But then at the party, he was like, Hey, man, I'm really sorry for like kind of being a dick the rest of the week. I understand now what you were trying to do, it makes total sense. And, And then they were like friends. Oh but it was that's such friends. it was like what a ballsy thing for like a 20 year old yeah yeah comedian to do is to say no to david bowie because you have i know because he, like well, the other side of it is you're on snl and you're like well i'd get a sketch on the air right exactly but he had the foresight to know like yeah n- none of this happens the movie lost and found none of it that's right none of it <laughs> happens <laughs> no lost and found no dicky roberts no dicky roberts None of it happens unless I do, and you are, and we wouldn't be telling this story on this podcast. No, Would I tell this story? No. Well, the story wouldn't exist. That's why we wouldn't tell. Him. Yeah, exactly. Um. Anyway, so he auditions for Columbia. He gets the gig, and um, he's about to make this record, and um, and this is, of course, the record we're talking about which is uh what are we talking about greetings from oh yeah Asbury Park New Jersey greetings from Asbury Park New Jersey and um, so this is after years of them being this party band this yeah, bar tight-knit band yeah party band and but but what's interesting is everyone expects him to do an album of acoustic solo songs uh-huh. like Dylan right cuz everyone is kind of going like oh this guy's like the new Bob Dylan right, right? And, he sh- and I guess he shows up to the studio with the E Street Band. He's like, I'm oh, doing it with these
2: guys. Oh,
0: really? <laughs> Although, the other interesting part is it's suppo- it's supposed to be 10 songs, and five are supposed to be with the E Street Band, and five are supposed to be acoustic, acoustic, yeah. And that's how he records it. And you can hear some of these other ones that they ended up cutting off the record. Um, the angel. Uh, no, the angel's on there. But a uh, jazz musician, Arabian Nights, and Visitation at Fort Horn. You can hear these on YouTube. Uh-huh. And it's just him and the acoustic guitar. And he was, sp- I think, it was supposed to go like one with East Street, then one acoustic. Uh-huh. And so they they make a version of it, and they send it to Clive Davis. And he does what Clive Davis always does. It's he goes magic touch. I don't hear a single. And. Bruce Springsteen like goes, oh, okay. And then um writes Blinded by the Light and Spirit in the Night like, that day. Damn. <laughs> and goes and records it with um with uh the band. Like not, not the full band, but like four people of the band. He yeah. goes and records it with them and sends it back, and Clive Davis is like, Oh, these songs are great. And Bruce Springsteen's like cool to work with. Yeah. Unlike Kelly Clarkson in about thirty years. <laughs> <laughs> what did she say? I don't, you don't hear a single, so fuck you. Is <laughs> yeah, that so, what so, happens? Yeah, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> um, which is also cool. Yeah, both are cool. But, both um, cool approaches. But uh, yeah, so so then they end up cutting three of the songs so that uh, Blind by the Light and Spirit in the Night, which are a little bit longer, can be on it. Um, and that's how this album comes to be. They did not expect it to be like the E Street Band, like this whole thing. Yeah they thought he really was just going to be like like this they dylan. signed like a Bob Dylan type yeah artist yeah and they expected it to be a little more folk kind of kind of stuff and he his dylan influence is pretty big on this record i for think for sure like you you can definitely like there's a lot of wordplay but he wanted to be more than that he wanted to yeah to he wanted be, to be robert dylan yeah. not just bob yeah exactly the classy version <laughs> um yeah so so this is an interesting record where it kind of uh i mean we'll we'll listen to it when we come back but uh that's how that's how everything started adam love it or levitt's both (laughs) um yeah it's it's what about growing up was that recorded and was that that, a, that was a one a of the single? demos that he did to get to get the record oh it is but yeah. an acoustic demo I would an acoustic imagine. demo but then then he did it with the band yeah. it, I, the Broadway show when he just walks out and starts playing that song by yeah. himself is unbelievable yeah it's a great song alright we're gonna take a break when we come back we're gonna listen to this record you ready for this? hell yeah alright let's do it we'll be right back with more You spring spring Springsteen on my bean after this
1: Well, my name is Catherine Fever, work at the See, this
0: is all we want, Bruce, is we want you to do a song where it's like, Well, my name's are Adam and Scott. Yeah. A song about us. Yeah. For There's us. For time. us. But listened to by everyone. Everybody. And we would <laughs> also like it to chart. Yes, we want it to be on the Billboard Hot 100. Certainly, it would be better if it was in the top 40. Top 40. top 10 would Would be be even better number one i mean that would be nice that would be
2: nice it's nice
0: (laughs) (laughs) and then we could we could (laughs) listen to it and talk about and, and, and make my wife jokes too yeah definitely um yeah that would be nice uh it would just be really sweet really cool This is all we want. We could also, because he like name checks us, maybe it'd be Buco Dolores for you and I. That's the thing is, is you know, we're not just gonna sign over the rights to singing about us. We're not stupid. We want a development deal out of this baby. Yeah, you wanna you wanna use our life rights in a song, Bruce? You wanna use that so bad? Yeah, you're gonna have to break out the checkbook. Oh, you better believe it. Uh huh. I'm glad we got all this info in there, so he knows. So he knows. Just yeah, but but I fully expect episode two to for him to be the guest, because otherwise, no. the demands start going up. Look, he didn't contact us by the middle of this episode, so that's why we added the. That's right. All this new information. That's right, and we have our attorney now. He's in the room with us. Uh, he's keeping track of everything. All right, right. Yep. So that's hey, man. Him rothschild leanings <laughs> rothschild leanings and he uh he's esquire. already esquire yeah yeah i mean you have to say that but he's already you know drawing up all the paperwork and yeah, stuff. Gonna yeah. well great. all the pay- hey that's what we promise you all the paperwork it's gonna be done by the time oh, you reach man. out to us don't even worry about don't it. even you're not gonna have to pay a paralegal nah, we're taking care of it we'll take care of the notary everything yeah we take care of you, Bruce. You're a notary public, right? You, I am, you're yeah. already yeah. yeah. Great. I learned how to be one in the Billy Madison school that I just did. And are you officially licensed by the city? By the state, oh, but okay. not by the city. So okay. I can't I can't do it in any city. Do you have to go outside the county line of Los Angeles in order to operate? I have to go outside the state. Oh yeah, because otherwise state. I'm in a city. No, you're right, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay, so we have to hop on a flight to Nevada at least. Yeah. When it's time at, le- to sign. at the very least. Okay. Oh, th- you know, but, we could I mean, fly why not, why not to Japan. Yeah, I mean, like it doesn't matter really. But I mean and on why Bruce's not? dime? Oh, uh, bro. Let's go to fucking Costa Rica. <gasps> Aruba. You know? Oh. And Jamaica. That's it. No, just Aruba. Okay. Okay. All right. You ready to hear this record? Yeah. Let's do some stats. Wait. Yep, I'm sorry. Hmm. Is this an episode of You Ready to Hear This Record? I think it is. Hey, everyone. Ready? <laughs> hey, everyone. Not Welcome ready. Welcome to... You know, I'm not ready. Now I'm ready. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Are You Ready to Hear This Record? Uh, this is Scott. And this is Scott. And I got to ask... Yeah. How have you been? I've been great. You know, I, I've just... I feel like I've been spending a lot of time getting ready... Interesting. Yeah. You know, that ties in to something I wanted to ask. What's What's that? How much time have you been spending? Uh, three months. Three months? Or 12 weeks. Okay, okay. I, I, I'm thinking 13 weeks might be a little more accurate. Okay. 13 weeks. Mm-hmm. If that'll satisfy your curiosity. I think it will. Okay. You ready to hear this record? Oh, yeah. Bye. 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 Huh? Hmm. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's sort of like eating popcorn. It's like not a full meal, but yeah, sort of like eating. I have shit. a stomach <laughs> eating shit. All right. What are the stats? This record came out on January fifth of nineteen seventy-three. This is the fiftieth anniversary of this record. Can you imagine? Wow, fifty years. Jesus Christ. It came out in. He 1973. didn't even live to be fifty. No, thirty-three. Okay. 50 years old this album. This Great. album is 50 years old recorded at uh Sound Studios in New York. Yeah. Produced by Mike Appel and Jim Credico. <laughs> <laughs> did they did they uh produce any of his other records? Mike Appel uh, is uh, early career. Bruce Springsteen. He was. Uh, oh yeah, he did the Wild Innocent. He, Wild East Innocent. He co-produced Born to Run, and then everyone was like, "Bye bye, <laughs> see you later." <laughs> um, and Jim Credico doesn't even have a Wikipedia page, so that's how. Mm. But hey. I bet he made it a pretty penny. He made, although this did not sell well, from what it I understand, didn't until, you know, much later. later. I'm sure he did make a pretty penny later. Um, in 2003, album ranked at number 379 in Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums of All Time. It's also, uh, Rolling Stone named it as one of the 100 Greatest Debut Albums of All Time. Hmm. Yeah. Um Ooh, yeah. They tried to save as much as possible out of Columbia Records Advance, and so they cut most of the songs during one week. That is crazy. The Bare Naked Lady Special. What? One week. alright was. Hey, 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 All right, let's, let's hear these songs one at a time. What do you say? Yes. All right, this is how it kicks off. Adam, I always like an album. I like the first song to be good. Yeah, you like it to kick off. You know what I mean? I, like a uh, football game. Otherwise, look, there's temptation. I might just go like, eh, no, thank you. And I'll yeah. turn I'll turn it off. I like the first song to suck. <laughs> All right, well, let's see if this one does. This is Blinded by the Light by Bruce Springsteen. On YouTube. Spring and Springsteen on my YouTube.
1: Teenage diplomat in the dumps with the mumps as the adolescent pumps his way into his hat. With a boulder on my shoulder, feeling kind of older, I trip the merry go round. With this very unpleasing sneezing and wheezing, the Calliope crashed to the ground. Some old hot hat.
0: Right, blinded by the light now i knew this song because of the hit single version of it by manfred man this earth band that was the pop that was the popular version god i don't remember that do you want to hear a little bit of that one yeah when um, was this the blinded by the light the manfred man version was uh, yeah, it was the number one single. Um, it was uh, 76. 1976. And you really, so you didn't know that, because that, that was the version that I knew. So I, I was surprised that Bruce Springsteen wrote this when I heard this album for the first time. I, I, I mean, maybe I'll recognize it. Okay, let's hear it. It also, it sounds like wrapped up like a douche. Light, oh, yeah. Like douche yeah, right. Night, to which Springsteen's light, joked about...
2: Like it really because does he, sound like that. Because he
0: changed the lyrics a little bit. Matt, Springsteen's joked about uh, that he changed the song to be about a feminine hygiene gene really? Yes. <laughs> but this was like the big hit single version. Yeah. I and, and for sure heard that. Yeah. And it sort of was like Springsteen got this rep early on of like, well, maybe his records aren't gonna be popular, but other people can cover songs. Patty Smith Patty Smith and, Patti Smith yeah. and uh, the Pointer Sisters and and a bunch of people covered his songs, sort of like what people did with Dylan where the birds right. made hit songs out of his stuff. And where did the Pointer Sisters cover? Fire. Oh shit. Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Um so and Manfred man i did several springsteen songs huh. um and uh that was their big hit that was their number, yeah. number one hit so that that was the version i always knew was that and so uh when i went back and got this album i'm like oh wow he wrote this huh. oh interesting what do we think of blind by the light i love it i mean it sounds you know you d- definitely it doesn't sound like uh, the e street band really ends up sounding like it doesn't no. sound like them live either it sounds very this whole record studio-y. kind of has like sort of thin smaller production yeah. than i would like in a way but it but it's the songs are, yeah. the songs are really good yeah um but yeah it does like like it doesn't sound like for instance when they've done it on e street band tours no, no. they'll they'll make a bigger production yes. out of it but it's cool it's a good song and and it sounds like the kind of studio style of the time the studio trickery of the time yeah it almost sounds like almost doobie brothers a little bit a lot of rhymes yes it's like he's showing off yes that's a very kind of Dylan-y, yeah couplets and stuff yeah a lot. so i think lester bangs talked about springsteen of like oh he writes like dylan he sings like Dylan mixed with Van Morrison and his band sounds like Van Morrison. Hmm. Um, he's great.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> he sounds like these other things. Great. W- w- wasn't there some critic that at the time, R- Robert Costigan or something, called him like like there's absurdly energetic or something w- right, weird. Backhanded complimenting. Yeah. Absurd. Um So Blinded by the Light starts pretty good. That's one of the ones that he wrote uh, when they were like, hey, there's no single. And he's like, well, check this out. And it turned out to be a number one for someone else. Oh, right, right, right. But not at the time. Absurdist energy is what he called it. Absurdist energy. What the fuck (laughs) are you talking about? Who knows? yeah, that's okay. So that was a single and it did not do particularly well for Bruce Springsteen. No, no it was the first single off this record and uh the the whole record did not really sell incredibly yeah. well at the time. But it got it got good notices. Yeah. And uh I think Clive Davis was like, Oh, this this guy's good to work with. So yeah. they, they went ahead and and uh did the next record, which we'll talk about on our next episode. All right, here let's hear the the second song. This is the aforementioned Growing Up. On you, Spring and Springsteen on my Beat.
1: Well, I stood stone like at midnight, suspended in my masquerade, and I combed my hair; it was just right, and commanded the night brigade. I was open to pain.
0: Growing up, Adam. It's tough to do, but you got to do it. That's what they always say. I'd like to maybe not do it anymore. <laughs> like Peter Pan? Are you going to be a... I'd like to be a, a 50-something Peter Pan. <laughs> Peter Pan. <laughs> yeah. This is like, hey, could I stop growing up like now? Like, like, I, in yeah. fact, could I t- shave 10 years off? <laughs> Can I go back to 43, please? <laughs> um, How do we feel about growing up? I love this song very, very much. One of my much. faves... Of yeah. his, of ever? His, yeah. yeah. I love growing I, up. I, me too. And I love this version of it too. One, and, and you know, I was talking about It's Hard to Be a Same in the City, how I yeah. got into that song through Bowie. Um, some of these songs, these Springsteen songs, I got into from covers. For instance, uh-huh. uh, Born to Run. I don't think I'd ever heard it, but I heard the Frankie Goes to Hollywood version. Wow. Um, a lot because that that record, "Welcome to the Pleasure Dome," is incredible, and "Born to Run" they is do, on that they do they do a cover of "Born to Run," Jesus. and it's great, and wow. um, so it got me to like that song. Huh. But "Growing Up" is another one of those where uh, the David Bowie does do it, although I wasn't as familiar. It, 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 he does a, "Growing Up." He, let's hear a little bit of his "Growing Up." This wasn't the one that I first heard. Um, this was a Diamond Dogs outtake that they put as a bonus track on his covers record. What a compliment that all these guys were covering his songs back then. Yeah, I mean, Bowie, I think, just was really fascinated with him yeah. for a period. You hear that Diamond Dogs cowbell, definitely. It's great. Um, but the version that I loved was by a band called Any Trouble, um, who did a record called Where Are All the Nice Girls? And it was this is a great record all the way through, but this is the this is I think the first version that I heard. And I just was like, Oh my god, this is an awesome well, song. I this I s- is a spring scene song. Like a midnight, suspended in
1: my masquerade, huh. And I huh. Huh. my head it was huh. just right. <laughs> <My command laughs>
0: Just rap who is this any trouble huh you should get their record where are all the nice girls it's a great record all every single song is amazing any right. trouble any trouble from stiff records that would um, be funny if they were any trouble and mm, there was no bass on any of their songs that'd be funny yeah, i like that eddie vetter also does a cover we'll hear a little a little bit of eddie vetter's version he hmm. just put it out maybe name that too. Maybe a year ago, two years
1: ago. Well, I stood stone like a midnight, suspended in my Alright.
0: We get it. For... Come on, man. Sing your own songs. That album of theirs is not on uh, Apple Music. This is another reason you gotta buy your music, Adam. Where? <laughs> cds and shit oh yeah no. i'll send you i'll send you some mp3s How okay that sound? um okay so growing up probably my favorite song on the record yeah it's great it really is and i love this version yeah so that's two full bands. Or full ish bands, not the complete E Street band yet, but uh, uh, songs. And then we have uh, next up is Mary Queen of Arkansas, which uh, we heard a little bit of Mm -hmm. his demo earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, This is Mary Queen of Arkansas, track three on side one on You Spring and Springsteen on My Bean.
1: Mary, Queen of Arkansas It's not too early for dreaming The sky is grown with cloud seeds sown And a bastard's love
0: Mary, I wonder if there should be a comma in there, or a parenthesis. Mary, parenthesis, Queen of Arkansas. You know who I'm talking about, Queen of Arkansas. I think that's a great idea. Let's talk to him. That's Um, the other thing, Bruce. Hey, you haven't gotten a hold of us. Our new demand? Yeah. Put parentheses in all future and previous copies of this record. Yes, and any song that you write about us, any of them. Mm Mm-hmm. Parentheses up the yin yang. We need those <laughs> we need parentheses. A ton of them. Parentheses within parentheses. Yes. Um, I feel like this song is 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 a kind of thing that he does better later on. It would be interesting if this was what his career right was. If it because I think this is what they expected of him. Yeah, you know, they wanted like, to slot him into this category. Yeah. Um. And instead he was like, let me write faster songs <laughs> with my brothers back here. Um, I can't say that's ever, that's ever been one of my favorites. Nope. Me I don't know that I have the patience to nope. ever listen to it again. Nope. <laughs> but I'm sure fans of his love it. Yep. I would imagine it's one that people freak out if he plays it live and stuff. But it probably is pretty good live where it's just like, I'm going to slow it the fuck down. (laughs) I'm going to bring it to a screeching halt. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This is uh, track four, side one. This is, does this bus stop at 82nd Street? It actually has a question mark in it. am Am I emphasizing the right words? Maybe it should be, does this bus stop at 82nd Street? Does this bus stop at 82nd Street? Wait, does this bus stop at 82nd Street? 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 I think we've covered them all. All right. Alright, here we go. Does this bus stop at 82nd Street by Bruce Springsteen? A Lot of that signature E Street Band piano on this album. I already got that locked A in.
1: Bus driver keep the change. Bless your children, give them names. Don't trust give them names.
0: Yeah, I hope so. Yeah.
1: And you'll throw wings on your feet. Broadway man. Advertiser on a downtown train Oh, Christmas crier, busted cane He's them love again When dock workers' dreams mixed with Panther schemes to someday on the rodeo Tainted women in this division Perform for out-of-state kids at the late show Wizard and sweat sock pimps. Interstellar oh, Rick said that lady left him limp Loves like that, he sure is.
0: The song uh, has no chorus, by the way. It's just... Is that right? It's just this. For, this yeah, this, I like it a lot. I like it. It's Maybe um, for that reason. Just, it, it, it's only two minutes as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's based it's on a bus short. ride he took to visit a girlfriend in uptown Manhattan. Ah, interesting. And I think he must have asked the bus driver, the titular,
1: the question. Hell, "Does this bus stop at 82nd Street?" No. Okay. Okay.
0: So Can I get off
2: on 81st? Sit my fanny right
0: back down. <laughs> my cute little tush that you'll see on the cover of
2: Born in the
1: USA in
0: eleven years. <laughs> Um, oh okay so it ends right there or it's ending right here and it kind kind of goes into the next song lost in the flood it doesn't kinda. go into it but like when i was listening to it yesterday i was kind of like is this the same song yeah i like this song this is lost in the flood
1: yeah he walks through town all alone he must be from the fort, years he the high school girls say. His countryside's burning with wolfmen, fairies dressed in drag for homicide. They hit and run, plead sanctuary, neath the holy stone they hide. They're breaking beams and crosses with a spastic's reeling perfection. Nuns run bald through Vatican halls Pregnant pleading immaculate conception And everybody's wrecked on Main Street From drinking unholy blood Sticker smile sweet as Gunner breeze deep His ankles caked in mud And I said hey that's quicksand That's quicksand That ain't mud Have you thrown your sounds To the war did you lose them in the flood
0: Lost in the flood About a uh, Vietnam vet perhaps yeah, Or a broken down town Um, seemingly about a veteran. Which, by the way, one of the Castiles, that's an important part of the story, I think one of the Castiles went to Vietnam and was killed in Vietnam. Oh, is that right? Um, And the guy guy who recruited him for the Castiles, who was dating his sister, they broke up, but he still was friends throughout the years. Got it. Um, Religious themes, a lot of, uh, it's almost like going to a poetry slam in a way that happens to have a musical beat behind it. You know yeah. what I mean? Where it's like it it's just it's a bunch of words to evoke images. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I like the song fine, but I, again, I feel like um I, I was getting it mixed up with something else when I was like, ooh, I love this one. Hmm. Where you you were thinking of one of your children. I was thinking of <laughs> uh, really I love this one. David Bowie song. Um no I uh I like it, but I, I again, I feel like he gets better at this as he yes. goes along and he he uses sort of less words, mm-hmm. he's like showing off a little less, but i th- I think this is very much like what made critics like him, yeah, is like, oh my God, listen to all these words and the imagery and like oh wow, he's really it's so evocative, yeah um it's incredible, like you know it's if for this to be a debut album i I can see why people freaked out a little bit. Mm-hmm. um that's the undecide one. Then you got what comes after one? Two. Not one and a half. Wait a second. Are you sure? If you're lucky. Okay. Um, This is The Angel. It's about uh, a song about John Travolta in the movie Michael.
2: Hmm.
1: The Angel. (laughs) 20 years later. (laughs) With hunchback children. Ugh. Poison oozing from his engine Wielding love as a lethal weapon On his way to cap heaven Baseball cards poked in his spokes. His boots and oil, he's patiently soaked. The roadside attends. As the angels time stroke is precious Will the choked with no
0: what do we think about the angel uh, it's fine <laughs> yeah it's a little more of the like I like the imagery hubcap heaven boy that'd sure. be exciting to go to I would love to check that out when I die. That's all I want is just to see a whole bunch of hubcaps. Bunch of hubcaps. <laughs> I think that's a, 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 I think he's referencing like a real place. Is this the, did he sing this on this latest tour? No, he hardly has ever. This one.
2: Yeah, he's, he's hardly ever up.
0: sang this live. Okay. Um, not uh, Not one of his favorites. Nor uh, mine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine um but hey coming up track 2 side 2 let's do it this is a song guess who for you ah oh, thanks
1: <laughs> princess cards she sent I'm soldier undaunted. To her gesture smile, I'll stand on fire. She's all I ever wanted. Oh, but you let your blue walls get in the way. of These facts, How to get your carpet baggers off my back. You wouldn't even give me time to cover my tracks. You said, "Here's your mirror and your ball and jacks, but they're not what I came for." See that too I came for you For you I came for you why you did not need my urgency I came for you For you I came for you But your life was one long emergency And your cloud liner is For my electric
0: For you, Adam mm-hmm. Now this my one quibble I like this song hmm and one one way that I can tell I, I like a song is, is if I see the title and I know what the chorus is <laughs> like, yeah. like like without hearing it yeah yeah and so i I know this for you you yeah um my one quibble is, is that a lot of these early songs have the exact same beat yeah that he's doing the sort of hard to be the same in the city like like especially this drumming this album. Yeah, it's like. Yeah, mm-hmm. this was also covered by Manfred Mann. Another, uh, like, hoping to strike gold again with, hmm. uh, like, Blinded by the Light. This is their version. Sounds a little like Blinded by the Light. It sounds a lot like it. <laughs> so they're like, let's let's just fucking do it again. Sounds like Jukebox Hero. I want to hear how they get into it. It sounds pretty good, actually. Uh oh, slowing it down.
1: Princess God, she sends me with her regards.
0: Mm-hmm. not quite as good. Nope. Shouldn't have slowed it down. You're nope. Like, oh, that sounds good. I like the uh, Main Street Electrical Parade aspect. Yeah, <laughs> really, of their sound.
2: It really <laughs> sounds like that.
0: Oh, they change it uh, the same way. Interesting. Um, That's so funny. Greg Kinn also does a version of it. Uh, what do we think? Uh, I, I like it. I mean, it sounds, like you said, very much like this album. Mm-hmm. I can see why they were like, we need a couple more potential singles on this. They're, yeah. They're all, I, I like the band songs on this album a lot. I'm not huge mm-hmm. into the, I can see why the, he wanted to. The Angel yeah. and Mary Queen, Yeah. Um, Well, uh, next up is one of the songs that he wrote to save the record. This is Spirit in the Night, and this doesn't have the same beat, which I'm happy about. This is Spirit in the Night by Bruce Springsteen. of funny you think like because that song doesn't sound like any of the other songs on no. the record and is technically a classic he plays it live yeah, yeah a lot funny that he's just like okay let me try this i know and then with both of those songs yeah and just is like oh okay Cause blind by the light is it's similar to some of the other songs with yeah. the beat and everything but that's nothing like it so he's just like how does he how does he go like Oh, let me try this with a totally different beat and sound that I've been doing. It's, it, it's like a different genre almost. It's yeah. Really funny. It's, it's a good great. song. Is, yeah. It's a really good one. You know who else covered it? Who? Manfred Mann. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they have another gear? <laughs> Interesting. Does it kick in? They changed it to Spirits in the Night. Oh. On Man for Man's Apple Music page, the first four songs are blinded by the light. (laughs) Wow, they did Bruce Springsteen and Bob Dylan exclusively. It's like, hey, write your own fucking songs.
1: I mean, yeah, whatever. I don't
0: know about that. All right, so... Kind of weird that they bury Spirit in the Night so low, but uh, maybe because it doesn't have that beat, yeah. there, but it's it's become a, a certainly a classic. Yeah. And it was a single, right? Wasn't it? Or no? Uh the singles from this record were uh yeah, Spirit in the Night and Blind by the Light. Hmm. (laughs) Okay, this is the final song. This is, uh, we heard the Bowie version of it a little bit earlier. This is It's Hard to Be a Saint in the City. This is the last song on side two. This is Bruce Springsteen on, you springin' Springsteen on my (laughs) beam. This could be the first song, or growing up should maybe be the first song. I don't know. We'll talk about sequencing.
1: I had skin like leather and my diamond hard look of a cobra I was born blue and weather, But I burst just like a supernova. On my dust like a Harley and heat. When I stood down the street, I could feel its heart beating. Sisters fell back, said, Don't that man look pretty? The cripple on the corner cried out nickels for your pity. And gasoline boys downtown show talk pretty. It's so hard to be a saint in the city.
0: I mean, hard to believe you're ending
1: the album
0: so Yeah, so it sounds like something you'd front of. It's weird um like you 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 feel like you would end it with you know one of those slower things or maybe yeah Yeah, but that uh what do we think of that song or the bus stop at 82nd street or something yeah it's like and then end the album with the guy going all right we're here (laughs) get the fuck off asshole (laughs) ding ding (laughs) um what do we think of that i like that song i I like that song a lot yeah i think the four classics on this record are blinded by the light growing up Hard to be a saint and Spirit in the Night. Yeah, I would agree with that. Those are those the, are kind of the ones that, that have lasted. Those are the un, unimpeachable classics. The others, I would for you, I would say yeah. is is my next favorite. And then I don't, I can't say that I ever really listened to Mary Queen or Bus or Lost in the Flood or the Angel yeah. all that much. Yeah. Um, and then as far as sequencing goes, I mean, growing up, I mean, like you said, he came out on broadway and started yeah, his and thing about perfect. that and it's perfect it like, kind of says everything about his whole thing yes in a way maybe put that first i'm not sure but "Blind by the light is a big his single so i can understand putting yeah. it first but growing Isn't up it's that, wasn't that everything wasn't that like the rule back then was like the first big single is yes. the first song on and the it's album. the first song on side two as well because right. you always like whatever side yep you're playing at a party. You want the first song to be like, oh, well, yeah. yeah, and everyone's like, the yeah. easiest one to like pick it up and go back to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um so, that I is I think if you just switch the first two and open the yeah. album with Grown, grown up, up, up and then Blinded, Blinded by, by the, by the light. light, yeah. And then maybe I don't know, if Blinded by the Light into Hard to Be a Saint would be good because they're pretty similar. Yeah. But, but I mean, track 1 of side 2, Hard to Be a Saint. Yeah. That's what I, I would, would do that do. instead of the or Spirit of in the intro. Night. Yeah, good shit, man. Yeah, good what do novel. we think? What do we think about this record? I think it's terrific. Uh, but knowing what's coming, yeah. I would say it's just kind of an amuse bouche for. It's what a we've lot got. like how when I watch a movie, I'm like, man, these first 15 minutes really terrific, but yeah. should I stop here? Maybe I'll just walk out. Yeah, and I do that a lot. Yeah, because you like movies that are 15 minutes long. Yeah, I may be thinking of viral videos. Oh, yeah. I was, too. Yeah. You, when I go to the movie theater to see a viral video. Can I you ins- imagine if you. Every if, time. If like phones and Internet wasn't around, but people were making viral videos. So you had to go to the movie. I mean, yeah. I guess that's short. That's three stooges shorts. Yeah. That's basically <laughs> the beginning of filmed entertainment is what we're talking about. <laughs> Can you imagine this thing which happened? <laughs> um. All right. Well, good stuff. Yeah. 1973 50th anniversary um we did it we covered it Wait, how long till his next album his next album comes out november 5 of the same year that is nuts so we're coming up on the 50th anniversary Damn. of M. and uh i mean that's just pumping out product and Content then after that is Born to Run, right? So a, he has two in albums, a couple of years, or yeah, in a, yeah, in almost two years later, yeah. Um, all right, but but we'll talk about the Wild, the Innocent, and the East Street Shuffle on our Great. next episode. Um, Adam, any final thoughts? Absolutely not. Why would you? I mean, what? We already talked about everything. We're, I we're said gonna, it all. We're gonna come up with more thoughts. No way. Come on. (laughs) There's no way we can think of anything more to say. Okay. I think this has to be an episode of a different show that we have. How did this one go from... From Chronic to Collapse. Chronic to Collapse, into town, town and into now, that is, yeah. respectively. This is Are You Talking, R.E.M., REMI, the comprehensive and combe- uh, encyclopedia Combedium of all things R.E.M., this is good rock and roll music. Um, I sent you a picture of this, but my friend Dan Mangan, who's a great musician, yeah, uh, his friend somehow worked in or, or has a connection to the REM camp and dropped off a lot of merch, oh, yeah, including a right. jacket. And I want to give it to you. Talk while I go- get it right now. Um, an REM jacket is sort of something I've always felt is important to me. I've always wanted one. I want a jacket <laughs> that has the name of my favorite band on it, because whenever I'm cold, I feel <laughs> I need my favorite band as close to me. Oh my god! This is so all right. Much these stuff. are like set lists, posters, stickers, all... singles, and here is like it. Kind of looks like a Letterman jacket. I don't a from work the work from the work tour. I wow. don't know whether it'll fit you, but uh, here it is. This is incredible. the The work tour is like the not the warped tour, but the work tour. Yeah. What if REM was on the warped tour? That would have been <laughs> a, an odd fit. Um. This is so, awesome. So a bunch of stuff. You know, don't feel like you have to keep it all, but uh, Dan made a special trip to my house. Just kind of was like, are you around today? This is so and nice. And dropped a bunch of stuff off. Please and I knew, uh, tell him thank I you. I knew you would appreciate it. Okay. Holy shit. So uh, that's... Uh, I can tell you which tours these were by looking at the uh
2: well, are you lists?
0: a fucking rain man? What a dick. <laughs> all right. Wow. R.E.M. Radiohead. All right, I had to do that on mic, otherwise I would have forgotten about it. And I can't have that stuff sitting in my house. You a want me to take all the stuff? Yeah, or throw it away. Do whatever the fuck you no, want. I'll but I'll take it's not, it. It's not my problem anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Naomi's going to be so happy when she sees me walk in with more shit. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this episode. Uh, we're going to come wow. back and talk about his next record. You excited to do this, Adam? Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. It's time. All right, we're going to see you next time on You Springin' Springsteen on My Bean. But until then, we hope that you certainly find what you're looking for Bye.